0: Welcome to Living a Full Life Podcast. Join us as we explore health topics that encourage raising healthy children, living a healthy life, and living the best life possible. Now, here's your host.
1: Hey, everybody. My name is Dr. Sarah Bober, and I am a pediatric and prenatal chiropractor at Full Life Chiropractic in Lutz, and this is Dr. Enrico. Hello. Hello. And today we are here to talk about car accidents because we get a lot of patients in our office with car accidents. It's not something that we really advertise for, but nevertheless we still get patients who have accidents and we end up taking care of them. And there's a lot of things that you need to do when you're faced with a car accident and a lot of people don't know what those are. So that's our goal today is to shed some light on the right course of action for what to do when you're involved in a car accident and also some things that people might not think about because I'm a pediatric and prenatal chiropractor and so I don't usually take care of people with just neck pain, back pain, simple chiropractic things. I'm usually taking care of them during their pregnancy or little kids for ear infections and other childhood stuff. And when I'm going through their health history, a lot of times I see that they've been in a car accident in the past and they've sought no care for it. And that people will say, oh, you know, that was a few years ago. That was 10 years ago. And we felt fine. It was okay. Yeah. But we know. But that causes massive issues.
0: Huge. That's, a, that's, a, that's why we're doing the podcast. I mean, it was because we, we don't advertise for car accidents. You're never going to see a billboard with me and Sarah on it, you know, call us for an injury. Uh, but people get into injuries all the time. And the things that they forget about is they think about themselves, they look at the kids in the background, they're like, I think the kids are, are okay. And that's our PSA today is like, make sure everyone in a car gets checked after an accident. All accidents are stressful uh, slips and falls, falling off the ladder. Uh, we, we see them all. We see the injuries as chiropractors all the time, but the mental and emotional stress that comes with a car accident is so rigid. It's it's People are so stressed from like the trauma, trying to figure out things with their insurance. Do, do I need a lawyer? You mm-hmm. know, What do I do? I, do I go to the hospital? Do I not go to the hospital? So we're hoping that this podcast helps clarify some things. Uh, we have these in office. You may be listening to this in different parts of the country. That's okay. But in, in the office, we give away these uh, what to do in a car accident, and it has the top five things on the back, and we're going to go through that together today. But we wanted to talk about stress, uh, the emotional, special component of that.
1: Yeah, I don't think people realize how those physical injuries cause massive dysfunction throughout the whole body. And so most chiropractors focus on the musculoskeletal system, regular aches and pains, and adjusting the spine in order to decrease pain. And that is a huge part of chiropractic, and we see a lot of great results for that in our office. But we also see things like vertigo and dizziness and digestive issues, ear infections, colic, constipation, reflux. Um, What are some other things that we see that can be traced back to?
0: Yeah. um, Acid reflux, you said, the heartburn that happens with it, the tiredness, the lack of sleep.
1: Tension in the rib cage, like not being able to take a full deep breath. Breath, Yeah, there's different ways that the body will go out of alignment and that can affect the nerves that coordinate the entire function of the body. And so in chiropractic, we call them the three T's, you have your physical trauma, emotional trauma and chemical trauma, and those are received by your nervous system. And if they're not able to be regulated and adapted by the nervous system, it's going to create displacement of the joints and that's going to affect that feedback loop between the brain and the body. And in a car accident, you have two of those, you have the physical injury. And you have the emotional stress and so whether you are the driver a passenger or a little kid you're going to be receiving that information and if your body can't process it it's going to create distortion and it's going to cause symptoms down the road
0: absolutely yeah and your kids are typically fine in fender bedders and car accidents it's amazing the car seats if you do them properly they're in good shape but they're left with the ptsd afterwards as well and you may not notice it but they're they're timid to get back into the car They don't want to go on another car ride, especially right after an accident. Heck, you don't even want to get in the car and get back on the roads after an accident. So that's what this PSA is for, is that mental stress. But how does chiropractic tie into that? What can chiropractic do for for PTSD or trauma? It does a lot. When you get people's nervous systems to calm down even a little bit, the first thing we notice is sleep. They just get a better night's sleep that that night. So the sooner you get your kids checked afterwards, uh, after an accident, the better. I tell people, same day. Most of our patients, they know what to do. They get in a car accident. The most common is like, I just got an accident yesterday or mm-hmm. I just got in an accident this morning. I get that a lot. and They know where to go, straight to the chiropractor. These are for you, uh, for those of you that don't know what to do. Mm-hmm. Hopefully you share this video or maybe you know somebody who's just been in a car accident. And, and you may be in Montana right now. I don't know. But refer them to the closest chiropractor that does this stuff. It's really going to help them.
1: Yeah and maybe we should talk about what people experience when they come into the office and what our initial visit and our exam is like because we're really doing a full picture thing here we talked about this physical stress piece and how do you measure that how do you know that somebody is under physical stress or sorry emotional stress that has really affected how their nervous system is functioning and so we have these three pieces of technology that we use called the insight system and it measures heart rate variability thermography and EMG which is measurement of the muscle contractions along your spine And through these three key indicators, we're able to see how your autonomic nervous system is functioning. And there's two main sides to that. You have your fight or flight stress response, and then you have your rest and digest system. And we're supposed to experience something stressful and then go back to a really calm state. If you look at your dog, they're hanging out in your living room, they see a squirrel, they go bananas, and then 10 minutes later, they're taking a nap. We should be the same thing. But that does not happen because we get in a car accident, and then we're running late for work, and then the kids have to be somewhere. And then you're fighting with your spouse, or something happens in your family, um, and then we're breathing in toxins through our air and our water and our food supply, and all of these things create this like massive toxic load that our bodies are under, and that shifts us into that fight-or-flight dominant state. And through these scans, we are able to measure how your body is adapting and where it is in this stress uh, window, and whether you are adaptable and have gone back into that restful state or whether you're staying in that heightened state of stress response.
0: Yeah, we actually measure it and then we do a little bit of care and we measure it again to make sure that you're actually out of it because people feel good after the adjustments fairly quickly, they sleep better, the pain goes down a little bit. So the biggest mistake people make is that they wait for pain. They're like, wait, am I okay? Is, is there gonna be pain coming in? And the insurance companies know this, even in Canada, it's the same rule, 14 days. So if you don't get checked within 14 days, uh your all your benefits are waived from your auto policy you still can use your health care and all that other stuff but it's just funny to me that they have figured that out from the science and the literature that after 14 days that's where most people start to feel the tension or the headache or maybe some low back pain and they're like "Oh, was it from that accident was it from that fender bender
1: mm-hmm.
0: but by then all your benefits are exhausted they're gone and Florida is a great state for uh, personal injury because they allow by law up to $10,000 in medical coverage that includes chiropractic for you. Um, other states don't. There's other ways around that uh, as well. But that's why I think the science is there. Even in Canada, that 14-day thing, it's so funny. They just know.
1: Yeah. So if you if you don't think that you are going to have any like physical repercussions from an injury, it's a really good idea to at least get established. Go see a doctor that they can do a full examination and document kind of what's going on what happened during the accident any health issues that you might be having that way it's in the system and you have a little bit more time to figure out if you actually need to open a case or not
0: right and that leads us into the into the top 5 things most kids that we take care of you know under the age of 10 i mean they don't need much they come in the few treatments they're they're doing great i find mm-hmm. that they unwind very quickly so yeah that's something thing.
1: that's a big thing to talk about too is the more the longer you go with these tension patterns in your body without having them addressed by a chiropractor, the more they're gonna be reinforced by your nervous system and the harder they are gonna to be to clear out. And so when we work with somebody who's 40 years old who had a car accident 20 years ago, it's gonna take a long time to unwind those tension patterns. But if we have a kid who's eight who was just in a car accident last week, it might take like a week. Right. You know, they're going to feel, they're gonna, their nervous system's going to be responding a lot faster, a lot quicker.
0: Yeah, I feel like with chiropractic, it's just fill in the blank, but it's always the same story. It's about pro- neural programming. Our systems are much more complex than a computer, but I use that as an example. It's just like when we get in an accident, we're downloading a new program that we really don't need or want. And the whole point of chiropractic is to refresh that, clean it up, or even uninstall that from the system so that we're operating at a high level. We're just using car accidents this time. We could do another yeah. video on uh, just filling the, the blank. And the
1: adjustment is kind of like a software or hardware upgrade. like clean up. Yep. Cleaning clean things up, just, up refreshing. Just, I like to think about if you have uh, your phone screen, you have all these different apps running in the background. Um, the adjustment or other types of self-care that really help you regulate your nervous system, like breath work, going outside, spending time with family, these kind of things really help you. Reset what's going on, and you know, when you swipe up on your phone, you can wipe away all the apps that are open. It's the same idea. That's
0: what we're doing wiping it away. Uh, most common questions we get you know, I was just in the parking lot at the grocery store, it wasn't a big deal. A Harvard study done, you know, almost 20 years ago was taking people in Japan, actual humans, we use test dummies here, but in Japan you can use actual humans and pay them a hundred bucks to be in a car accident, and they actually signed up for this, which gave us some great research. But anything over eight miles an hour, even a, a collision at eight miles an hour, can create enough movement of your body in the car to create a soft tissue injury. So when people say it was just a fender bender, I'm like, oh, you need to get checked. Uh, my um,
1: This is kind of a funny story. My siblings make fun of me about this all the time, but when I was in chiropractic school, I was home on vacation, and we went um, go-kart racing, and I got T-boned by one of my friends, and I immediately, I was like, I got to go. I got to go get adjusted. And I called my chiropractor. I went and got adjusted the same day, um, not because I was in immediate pain, but I knew that that little input was going to really affect my spine, and at the time, I was really struggling with headaches all the time, and I knew that that was gonna be an input that I wasn't gonna be able to adapt to at the time. And so I was able to go get adjusted right away and everything was good.
0: I'm sure you're going more than eight miles an hour in it. Oh a yeah, right? that was way
1: too fast. <laughs> yeah.
0: That's that's the one thing. Um, so let's go through the top five things that you can walk away from today from this podcast that you should do. And that they're on this card. So we created these to fit in your glove box so you can take it right out. And when you're in an accident, emotions run high very quickly right away. So the first thing to do is just assess yourself and see if you need to call 911. I mean, if if your arm is dangling and it's broken, please call 911. They'll assist you and they'll get you the right uh, the right uh, care that you need. And sometimes airbags deploy; those cause injuries too. There's chemical burns. There's whole bunch of stuff that happens with an airbag deploy, I feel there's most more PTSD from the airbag going mm-hmm. off. A lot of actually. people like,
1: if, if the airbag didn't go off, I would have been fine.
0: Yeah, um, yeah. So at those 10 mile an hour collisions, the airbag goes off. I feel like they get more hurt from the airbag than they do from that. So definitely assess yourself first. This is all about you and your family. Remember that. Take care of yourself. If you need to call 911, call them. Don't don't let any other thoughts go through your head about your insurance. Is this going to be covered? It's there for you under state law, all 50 states across the United States. You call 911. It's covered under roadside laws that are created by the Department of Health and Transportation. Mm-hmm. So that's number one.
1: One part B is that if you're not in a lot of pain or you don't feel like you're massively injured, you don't feel like you need emergency services, it's still really important to get the accident documented. Yes. So you can either call like Florida Highway Patrol or call your local police station or just go there after the accident and make sure to get a police report. That way it has your information, the other driver, and you have documentation of what happened that day because as the days go by and the weeks go by or if you are in a case and the months go by, you're not going to remember exactly what happened and your insurance company is really going to want to have um, that kind of documentation.
0: Right. And then um, sometimes in some cases the police will be like they're they're swamped, you know, they've been called a ton of calls at that time and they'll say, um, is the car drivable and you're like, yeah, it was a fender bender, are you okay? You say, yeah, and they're like, we're not sending a deputy outright at this moment. It doesn't mean you have to sit there for three hours waiting for somebody. You can move on with your car, but just make sure you file that report. So that's uh, that's number one, get that report done. Yeah. Uh, and once that's been assessed.
1: The second one is to take pictures. So you want to take pictures of your car. You want to get pictures of the entire car, front, back, side, Any areas, of course, that are damaged, but you really want to get the whole car and then a picture of the other person's car as well. You don't necessarily need to get a picture of that person. You don't want to capture people in this, but um, both of the cars or all of the cars that are involved as well as the license plate is
0: important. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's emotional for both, and then people feel like they have to pass blame for some reason. That was your fault. No, it was your fault. Avoid all that. It doesn't matter. This is a non-fault state. That's the whole point of the rule is so people don't get into confrontations. Don't go up to somebody with your cell phone. and Try to take a picture of their face. That makes no sense. Just if you can sneak the uh, the license plate, that's great. But in most ki- in most accidents, people are more than welcome to give their driver's license out,
1: insurance, insurance, all that stuff, and yeah.
0: exchange that information, and you're good to go. There's no hostility there. Yep.
1: Yeah, the next one is to make sure you. Tell your insurance company within 48 hours that you've been involved in a car accident.
0: Especially in Florida, that's a rule, and most states have that 48-hour rule. Any any um, damage to any vehicle has to be reported within 48 hours. I know sometimes in the parking lot at you know grocery stores people avoid that, but even that's kind of breaking the law. You're supposed to report it. It doesn't hurt your insurance. It doesn't count as a claim. It doesn't say anything. It just says, hey, we dented our, our uh, rear bumper. And then you just report it, and they'll ask you a few questions. Would you like us to replace that? And you're like, no, it's okay. My deductible's too high. Forget it.
1: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Is that one, that's just for the physical damage of the car, not personal damage?
0: Yes. Yeah. Either way, once you make that call, a claim is now made uh, documenting the date that you had the accident so that if you call back seven days later saying, hey, my neck's really stiff, it's all documented. They know the day of the accident. Now they're saying, okay, now you're getting taken care of.
1: So if you're involved in a car accident, there's no physical damage to the car? You still call within
0: forty-eight hours? Yeah, you, you, should. you should. Say I was in a car. I can't see any damage at this time. It covers you. It covers you for up to one year in case later you're going for an oil change and your mechanic looks underneath. Hey, did you, did you know your frame is cracked? Whoa! How did that get cracked? And mm-hmm. you're like, oh, I hit that fire hydrant in the grocery store. I mean, that causes damage. So yeah, that's that's the whole point of that. That's the reason why they have the forty-eight hour rule.
1: Awesome. And And then the next rule is the 14-day rule?
0: 14-day rule. That one's the big one. This is the one we were talking about. You have 14 days after an accident to seek care. Now, care is at an urgent care, emergency care, chiropractic, or physical therapist. It is not your primary uh, medical doctor. They usually ask you when you come in for that and say, if you say you were in a car accident, they'll send you straight to urgent care or uh, another facility for that because it's just documented different. Um, your chiropractor is your best bet. I mean, we have everything we need here. That's why we're shooting this in our x-ray room in the background. And um, and the diagnostics will, will show, you know, ligament damage, any sprains or strains you may have. We can take an x-ray right in the moment. We can send you out for an MRI that's fully covered, a CT that's fully covered. Uh, your chiropractor is probably your first bet, best bet.
1: Yep, and then the last one is just to see your chiropractor and make sure you get checked so that we can document everything that's going on and figure out what kind of um, healthcare that you need in order to get you integrating that new information. People always say they want to go back to how they were before, but we can't really go back in time. We just want to integrate this new experience and go forward so that it doesn't cause health issues in the future.
0: Yeah, and because we're family-centric, the last, I think, and biggest question is, do I need a lawyer? Most people don't want a lawyer. They feel like, who wants a lawyer? Nobody wants a lawyer. But uh, they don't want to either, because they don't want to sue the other person. They don't want to hurt, you know, they don't want the other person to be effective. Um, but it is important in Florida for a couple different things. Sometimes you may need a rental car and your insurance gives you a hard time and they don't want to cover it. Your lawyer will get that for you. If you're not at fault and somebody hits you from behind, they can get your deductible covered, even though your insurance may make you pay your deductible. So there's little things at the end that can really come in handy with a lawyer. And again, the lawyer is under... Department of Health and Transportation rules where they get paid directly from your auto insurance and that's why it's so important to have uh, bodily harm and uninsured motorist protection, especially in Florida and most states. So that's that's a a sixth one, you know, uh, but the top five things, you know, call 911 if you're hurt, take pictures of the accident so you have some documentation, 48-hour rule, report it, and then 14-day rule, make sure you get checked. Anyone else in the car, bring them with you, your kids, get them checked too, and then uh, get some good chiropractic care.
1: Yep. Awesome. If you guys have any questions or concerns, you know how to find us. we on social media at Full Life Cairo. Um, you can find us on Facebook also. You can write us a review here and in the podcast app, and we look forward to the next episode. Take care. Yeah.
0: Thanks so much for tuning into this episode of Living a Full Life Podcast. If you're enjoying the show, please feel free to rate, subscribe, and leave a review wherever you listen to your podcasts. That helps others find the show, and we greatly appreciate it. Thanks again for tuning in, and we'll catch you in the next episode.